0: Out loud podcast. Yo 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 yo. Yeah, take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. 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 It's Latinos out loud. Hi. Yeah, this is it. Again, we're here.
1: On we the are airwaves. here. Mm-hmm. Three times a week. Are what you tired you of it yet? Are you right? tired of it yet? Yeah.
0: What do you guys think of that? Three times a week, oh, three times goodness. the charm? Love it. Right? It's three mm-hmm. is a good a number. It's a lot of us, but there's three of us. Now there's three episodes. The number three is coming up a lot, people. Wow. Rachel, mm-hmm. three and three. I like that. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hi. So I am Rachel La Loca. That's hey. who I am.
2: Uh, what's up, I'm Jay Ferns. Oh,
0: yeah, what's going right. on,
2: y'all? It's Frank Nibs, a.k.a. Frank Spiracy.
0: Ooh. Frank Spiracy in the streets.
2: You know what I'm saying? Overlooking, yes. overlooking the city always.
0: Wow. Drone behind him at all times. mm mm-hmm. Well, how are you guys? That's what I want to start with. Hi, how are you? How's it I'm going? I'm good, Rachel.
2: I, reach- I can't
1: complain. I can't complain. I can't complain.
0: You look great. Uh, you look yeah,
1: good. everybody looks good in the Zoom. Everybody yeah. has the good filters on.
2: Yeah, we got. I got my filter on.
1: Yeah, you got that <laughs> Barbara Streisand where, like, anytime she has an interview, it's like mm, touched up times a hundred.
0: Right. Yeah. Like... Well, <laughs> I hope one day to aspire to Barbara status because she's well, like butter. You, know? you like, are butta. a funny
1: girl. You are a funny girl like her. So
0: and hello, Jewish connection. <laughs> Jewish connection. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all right, here we are. There's a lot going on, Jamie. Jamie, we need to celebrate Jamie.
2: Word. can
0: we celebrate Jamie's Jamie gonna one start time? getting touched
2: up too? He going, Yes,
0: Jamie,
2: come what on, son, what's going on? Holla at us, bro. Um, Jamie. well, there is some news, yo. Yeah, oh, that's no, that's not some news, it's some serious news. Well, it's like,
0: it's not news, it's noticias,
2: it's noticia. Yeah. It's, bo- it's this is what you should be able to do a bochinche bite on this,
0: right?
1: No, this Well, well look, zero, I mean. It was just news, and then but then it hit Variety, and it was like, oh, "Okay, Variety, man." When it hits Variety, you're like, "All right, I gotta post this, right?"
0: You know, when Jamie
1: posts something, it's a serious matter. A, a project I've been working on for a while. Um, an Audible, it's an Audible comedy podcast series. That's a mouthful, oh. Um, but it's from Broadway Video. They're producing it, and it's gonna be on Audible and i am co-creator co-writer co-director Ooh. co-executive producer all that you know um oh. and so um it's a project that i started creating it with this a very talented um dominican couple a producing Ooh. couple that i met because um they uh well the, the husband Guillermo. Well, Guillermo's gonna hate me because his last name is hard to pronounce. Yeah, yeah off. don't mess it up. Guillermo man. Zouane. One shot, one shot deal. Guillermo Zuane, right? And uh, I met him on uh, when we did uh, actually also for Broadway video, uh, Room 28. Wow, back uh, then. Did uh, Latin, um, Latino, Latino Vortex. vortex. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Oscar Rodriguez And Guillermo was behind, well, he was doing, um, he was just doing uh, behind the scenes stuff. He was part of the production team and he you know we were you know we were cool during the shoot and then he just came up to me was like yo bro like i have an idea me and my wife um so it's guillermo and his wife wendy Muniz. M- 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 i
0: love that M- so much. husband M- 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 and wife love it
1: and they had you know they have history with their parents were therapists so they wanted to do a show about a dominican therapist and they were like can you write a pilot you know we developed it together the story i wrote uh a will a lot of pilots, a lot of br- drafts and it went from' a trying to pitch it to the, like a TV series and now it's it ended up, you know, through the power of whatever connections ended up seeing it um as a comedy podcast for audible produced by Broadway Video, this is where we're at now. we wrote nine episodes. so yeah, we worked with Ashley Soto Paniagua. she came on and it was all four of us. We wrote nine episodes season. Wow. And it should be coming now in October next year. Oh, I mean, not shit. October, what I'm saying. February of next year. February 2023 is. Right. When, um, and it's called Michelle Rojas is not okay. Wow.
2: Ah. It's, so uh,
1: it's about a therapist. Michelle Rojas is a therapist and uh, she opens up a practice in Washington Heights. So we bring in the story to the height. Oh, baby.
2: Snap. Oh, we bring in it to the height. So so,
1: and uh, we got a good cast. We got, you know, Dasha Polanco is the lead. She plays get, get.
2: Rojas. She was Hi. recently a guest. Man, I need a drink. I love I love me some Dasha. Go ahead.
1: Recently a guest <laughs> on the show. Um, The Kid Merrow's in it.
2: Get, get. Ooh. He's playing Yo, We've car- uh, had all called, these people.
1: He's playing a character called Nino. So that's um, um D-Nasty. We know D-Nasty's friend of the podcast. Oh, she was on, too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Judy Reyes, Scrubs, Ooh. she's up in here. Uh, and um, Rick Gonzalez also another friend of the right. Holy, he was on the show too. It. So you know, yeah. there's a lot of and other you know. But it's great. It was great. So yeah, very excited to get the opportunity. And again, it was a labor of love because it was it was a script that we've um, we started a long time ago, and then it kind of evolved into a whole series. And so now it's its own thing.
2: Jamie, I know you a long time, and I know how much work you put into your craft. Um, how does it feel like? You know, this is like. A big moment for you. You like you've aspired, like since I've known you, to have this moment. Like, how does it feel going forward?
1: It's great. I mean, it's um, it's been a long process, but yo, it feels good to. Like I said, I'm proud of the the work we put into it, and just looking forward to kind of it being released and and seeing where that goes. But it's a comedy, but it has it has some serious stuff in there too. It the tone is like we're dealing with therapy and mental health, so you can't you can't always do the easy joke there you kind of gotta like confront those storylines so there's some deep episodes in there so it's it's gonna be very uh interesting to see how people respond to it my mother had to be i had to tell my momina what so what do i see it's gonna be on tv no, it's an audio. and then i'm like no it's an audio uh comedy series it's like but One, like i can't wow i have to listen to it nine episodes i don't know i'm not doing that so you know we'll see we'll, we'll see we right. proud of you but Jamie. it's great thank you thank Super you it was proud. fun. and rachel is the voice in it too no rachel you yes. in it too
0: yes oh my god is in,
1: it's a
2: family affair bro she holy shit.
1: Plays multiple roles because of course can can do many different
2: Yo, we're gonna have to the LOLs are gonna have to freaking get this, bro. Because nah, nah, forget it. This has to nah. Okay, we got really? they got we got to get it to them. R- well, Rachel's know.
1: the type of voice that you're gonna hear in like all these ep- like episodes, and you, it's gonna be kind of like where's Waldo? It's gonna be like where's Loca? Because <laughs> you're just gonna hear her voice being like, oh yeah, yo, you wanna pan So it's like, is that Rachel? Where did this come from?
0: It was so fun, um, you know, to do some voices, and when you're doing voices on like your boy's project it just makes it even more special you know what i mean it was wow. super dope super dope nice um really super dope i cannot wait for it to come out we're going to completely celebrated let's keep on celebrating from now till then and beyond we're Max. also celebrating the arts you know i went mm-hmm. to go check out a really good show the other day our man in santiago
2: yeah you and... told me so. i couldn't make it man how was i it?
0: know it was great you guys have got to check it out yeah i'm gonna check we it out all coordinate together but you haven't okay. stopped talk-
2: you haven't stopped talking about it
0: it really has both of your names written all over it like Frank's name from this like conspiracy angle about
2: mm. oh, I'm gonna CIA's about
0: involvement in the death of a president from Chile um, back in the day it takes place in the 60s. And then from Jamie's POV, the writing in this piece is really, really good. It's mm. adventurous. There's characters that pop out that we know from history and the impressions are spot on. I don't I'm trying not to give away too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there is a former president that keeps making a, an appearance in the show and he looks and sounds and, just uh, like him.
1: And the writer. Yeah, the writer's done a lot of TV like Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, Good Girls, Charmed. So uh, Mark Wilding. Yes. Um. And so, yeah, that's really that's something that um, I definitely want to watch.
0: Well, so we had the pleasure of interviewing the lead actress in the show, Brasiliana Esparolini, plays Maria Troncoso in the show. And I got to meet her before the show. I'm sorry, after the show. Before the show, I was kicking in with her publicist. Um, And it was a really great experience. The theater is not huge, so it's not one of those theaters where you're like, you know, one of a thousand. Everybody in there was going through this, like, play out of a crime you know true crime status in front of our eyes and the usage of props and really efficient and impactful set design you know you're on a small stage but it's really remarkable what you could do with efficient and wise set design mm-hmm. So i appreciated that the lighting sound it was immersive it was really great um so i would love to get into this interview with presiliana So let's get into this interview, you guys.
2: Wow, she has such a beautiful name. Let's do it. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous.
0: Hi, Mama. Hey,
3: everybody.
1: Hey. Hey. good to that. see you
3: oh it's so good to see you too thank you for coming to the show All Thank right. you for
0: having me it was really really spectacular
3: oh thank you thank you
0: and, and um i thought you were really stellar oh. <laughs> and just like quite the pro girl really quite <laughs> quite the pro
3: Thank you. I work hard. I do my best. You know, that's all I could do.
0: (laughs) It's evident. It shows. And really the theater, everything we could talk about it, but Mm -hmm. I really thought the stage was so great. And like so much happens on that stage, which is really not grand in scale, but you you guys made it feel enormous. (laughs) You guys, you hear her beautiful voice. I got to see the voice on stage, but please, Latinos out loud. LOL, LOL, uh-huh. LOL, put your hands together for Presidiana. Esparolini. <laughs> yeah, gracias. Yeah. <laughs> gracias, gracias. <laughs> I have Me, to say, yes, yes. Yeah.
2: Your
0: name, your name is so
3: lovely. Oh mm. it thank really, you. It takes some... a <clears throat> it, lots it's, of it, I mean. I think honestly, uh I actually didn't fully learn how to spell my name to like high school. Like it's so <laughs> <laughs> it is, because not only there's a teresa in the middle of that. So Damn.
2: it's
1: like
3: it's long. I did, and I- um, go ahead. <laughs>
1: No, I was going to say do casting directors, get nervous, like pronouncing Oh, it? they're like Priscil,
3: <laughs> Presil- yeah. I just say press, press is fine.
1: Just your initials, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it is really, really lovely to have you on Latinos Out Loud. My goodness, you are working right now. You're mm-hmm. in a production that I got to see. And, you know, we're going to talk about it. Um, I also want to talk about your background. You know, we want to learn about Brasiliana. And I definitely want to learn about your name. Okay, oh. so, but talk about, let's talk about our man in
3: Santiago. Okay, okay. Well, first of all, I have to say thank you, LOL, for for inviting me on your podcast. It's it's such an honor. and And I have to say that what you're doing for the community in pushing our work forward, whether it be highlighting actors or 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 folks like you, you performers and and theater goers as, as yourselves. Um, and and then having people who who aren't necessarily recognized in in what we, in what they do politically for for yeah. community, um you know, just activists as well, like you, you guys really bring the full gamut into your podcast. And it's really lovely. Um, to to see that and to hear about it, so I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm honored Thank to be here. You. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Appreciate mm-hmm. it. <laughs>
3: that
0: really was beautiful and very touching. Thank you yeah. so much for taking the time yeah. out to say that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah.
3: No, I mean it. I mean it. And you know, we got to keep going, and we have to keep pushing our voices forward and letting people know that we're here. You know, we're we have we've been here. We I just did a show in uh, L. A. called um, the play that the play you won. It was like uh, by Bernardo Rubia, and he joked, "What we, we it was a satire, but poking poking a fun at the idea that like we've been around for a long time, mm. we've been doing theater for hundreds and hundreds of years, but nobody seems to want to recognize our voice." And so, I just want to commend you for keeping put to you know to keep pushing our voice forward, um, and and to let people know that we're out here, that we're creative, and we're strong, and we're intelligent. Um and and we're part of the community. So but to, to go back um really quickly, I'll tell you a little bit about my name because it is so long. Um Brasiliana is my grandmother's name, so I was named after my grandmother. When I was born, my mom, my grandmother was undergoing a triple bypass, and of course, my mom thought she was gonna like totally kick the can, but she made it. Mm. And so yeah. because of that, I was named after my grandma. And, and then my last name is Sparolini. My father um, is Puerto Rican and Italian, and he was born in Santurce, uh, Puerto Rico. And so his father is Italian, my grandmother, Puerto Rican. So oh. that's where that last name comes from.
1: Sparolini. And it Esparolini. does, now that you say that, it does seem like a fusion. <laughs> yes, yes, it's
3: definitely a fusion, for sure. Nice. Um, but the play uh to to just kind of let you know how it spawned the idea from for Mark wilding our playwright um I, I guess like 40 years ago he read an article by uh Gabriel uh Marquez about the CIA's attempt to go down to South America to overthrow Allende mm-hmm. with the help with with a coup in the help of Pinochet and so he stuck. He kept that article. He's kept that article up until this day. And I think that was written over 40 years ago. And at the time, he's like, I'm going to keep this because I think someday I want to write about it. And so the play is a dark comedy on the CIA's attempt to overthrow Allende. Um, and there's a lot of fun turns that take place. Um, I remembered our first weekend, a woman came up to me and she said, thank you. And I was like, you know, I, w- I was taken aback. I wasn't sure what she meant. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry, what do you mean? She goes, you have no idea what you've done for us. She, we we've been so hungry for for art for the last two years, and the fact that you guys were courageous enough to get back out there because I think we were one of the first shows to open up in L.A. because we already had the set, we are we were ready to go, um, and we had been rehearsing on Zoom throughout the year and a half, and 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 getting together when we could, and I I didn't know what kind of impact we were gonna have just with opening up that space again for for the community to return and and just get fed with with art and yeah. so that was very lovely to to do and and then now coming here you know this is new york this is the big leagues mm-hmm. you know <laughs> i mm-hmm. i i know what this is you know and i i you know, I was like, oh, we're going to New York. Okay. This is an LA production. I don't know. It's, yeah. Is it going to be welcomed? Is it going to be accepted? Because, you know, there's that East Coast, West Coast thing that can sometimes happen. And,
1: but, that oh, that hardcore God. east coast west coast theater theater piece yes. in the 90s, it gets yes.
3: like
2: it gets like big in Tupac, like that.
1: That's
0: right, that's
1: oh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: In the theater, though, that's crazy. right. Yeah. So, that's like
1: gangster. knives,
0: more like dance fighting, exactly. You know, like A little more west side stuff. story
1: kind of thing, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But, but that's yeah. Uh, you were saying that um, people were hungry for theater, right? And I yes. think like why something like this would be successful in any anywhere, both coasts, mid, middle, whatever, exactly. is that la, la, people are Latinos are hungry for Latino stories. Right. Yes. And so this is another aspect to this that mm-hmm. we want to see stories like this. Like, yeah. And the fact that you can do this on stage um, and, you know, the way things are greenlit in like TV and movies, you never know. But the fact that we have the stage in the theater to, to see stories like this with great actors, you know, doing these mm-hmm. roles, I think it's something that, um that we miss, but we also like, we've also missed even when there wasn't a pandemic, like we wanted to. That's right. Like
3: well, and I think too, you know, the, the history, sometimes the history books don't have it right, you mm-hmm. know, and we need to mm-hmm. tell the truth. And though we're poking fun of the situation and it is a dark comedy, there's some truth to it. You know, there is some truth to the fact that, America seems to feel as though they are responsible for going into other countries to quote unquote make them better, you know. And I think they're, you know, as we can see in our history, that's not necessarily the case, you know. But um, I hope we'll get to a point as a country where we'll learn our lesson and realize that that's we gotta let let people let countries be what they want to be and, and stop trying to imprint our ideas and our ideology on on other countries.
0: Frank, mm-hmm. I mean, Frank's absorbing these messages. Our resident conspiracy theorist. Oh, that's right. I heard about you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I told him all about you, Frank. I'm like, oh my
1: Frank, god. Frank, here's any conspiracies like, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, and and they'll about go cons- off. About- yeah. About-
2: what conspiracy did you hear about Pinochet by doing this play that you were shocked with?
3: So my family, my, on uh, my, you know, my mother and my sister, they were very, they were, they were activists. They, they walked with Cesar Chavez. Then my sister went down to Guatemala to work, you know, to fight in, in the guerrilla warfare. Like she was, they were wow. tough, you know? And so I learned about, I could hear it as a child. You know, I, I, I we didn't, I didn't grow up with a TV and I mean, the TV wasn't in our household for like I was in high school so I didn't watch a lot of it on the news or media but I heard about it in the home and so what I heard as a child was that he was our puppet you know and that it was it was we used him to overthrow um again is that is that true I don't know, but we'll it's what I've it. heard. Yeah, We'll have to yeah. look
2: into it. We'll, we'll yeah. have another. Uh, we'll have a Frank Spiracy on it.
1: And, uh, exactly.
3: I'm all about the Frank Spiracies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were there any cha- specific changes bringing the show from LA to New York that you had to make?
3: Yes, um, I think I think Mark did a significant amount of work on on the play just based on feedback that he got in LA. Uh, he did make some minor adjustments. The plot overall stayed the same. But there were some line changes, there were some comedic, there were some comedic moments that he wanted to really bump up a little bit more. Um, and he's continued, continuing to rework it. I think he's also he, really paying attention to the New York audience and seeing what uh, they're reacting to and not reacting to. And so I think he's making some, because I think he wants to get the play published at some point, I, if that happens. And um, with that, he's, he's, he's he's making cuts and edits as as we go.
0: I will tell you something as an audience member that I received if I may call mm-hmm. out. Um by you playing Maria Troncoso, as soon as you walked out, you did something so slick that I was like, oh, I already see what Hawkins is going
2: to be like. <laughs> okay,
0: again, I'm not going to spoil okay. it.
3: But-
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you want to say something about that split second moment that Totally establishes this is a Latina who is brilliant, smart, and is going to outsmart these fools.
3: Yeah, you know, I have a thing. I mean, obviously, when I was starting out as an actor many, many years ago, I basically took anything that was offered to me. If it said I was an immigrant crossing the border or, you know, or if I was, um, you know, a blue collar or if I had to play a maid, I took it. But then there was a point where I I made a choice just for me ethically that I no longer wanted to play a maid. I no longer wanted I wanted I want the roles to be of intelligent Latina women who are doctors or attorneys or or political, you know, anything out out, politically out in the world, um, because that's how I want to be seen. And when when this play came up, I was like, damn another maid and then i was like no but then as i read i was like oh no 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 and i don't want to give it away for you guys but um she comes across as a as a, somebody who doesn't speak english very well she comes across as somebody who doesn't understand what's being spoken to her um but what ends up happening is she is actually working as an attaché to one of the CIA agents, yeah. and um, as that turn, that turn happens in the second, the first, end of the first act, where I think where I'm starting to hear when that's revealed, I'm starting to hear the audience go, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and so because of that, who because she's actually a survivor, she's very smart. And she knows exactly what she's doing and what she has to do in order to survive in this world that she grew up in. Um, That's why I've I've enjoyed playing her. And that is why I took on playing a quote unquote maid, you know, at the top of the show. Yeah, she's more of a mastermind
0: maid (laughs) than like a maid. She's got like levels. (laughs) Yeah, she's always
3: thinking and she's ahead of the CIA agent that she's working with. She's ahead. She's it's a chess move. Everything's a chess move for her. And she's like, wait a minute. If he's doing this, I got to do this. She's yeah. she's a, she steps ahead of him because it's he's not birding. thinking all the way through. huh?
1: It's subverting like what, you know, yeah. Kind of a stereotypical like role exactly. m- made role.
2: Right. And yeah. that's great. That's right. awesome.
0: Right. You guys must see it. Yeah,
2: yeah, you got it count. Yes, Brasiliana, um yes. Talking about acting, I was snooping on your IG page. Snooping? Okay. It's <laughs> snooping. Yeah, I was snooping all up <laughs> all, all up on her page today, and I saw uh, I, I saw a quote that like hit me, like it like hit me, and I'm gonna tell you why it hit me two times. It hit me because it meant a lot to me, and I'm gonna say it right mm-hmm. now. It, it says, "When you do the work, you're no longer acting; you're just being human." I want to know what's the work you do to be the actress <gasps> that you are. Yes.
3: Work. So, well, thank you. Um, And uh, yes, so I, I, you know, I I started acting um, at a very, let's see, wait, when in high school, I I did the play in high school and then went to college. And then I realized that I wanted to continue the work. So I went off to study at ACT and, you know, learned different genres of, of, of acting styles, you know, Strasburg, Stella Adler, you know, all of it. Right. So I, I learned uh, quite a bit. And then I came to New York and I'll tell you guys about a little bit of that story a little bit later, came to New York after I did a play at the La Jolla Playhouse from grad school, went to La Jolla, and then I came over here. Then I went to LA, and um, I immediately started working with um, uh, master teacher Deb Aquila, and she studied under Stella Adler here in in New York. And so the whole idea for for Deb um, is, and and for the Stella Atlas students that studied under Stella was to branch out and go build your own student. You know, you've learned from Stella, now go out and teach, teach actors what the work is really about. And for Stella, um, it was all about backstory. You know, her, just like you, Frank, and just like you, Jamie and, and Rachel, we all, Fam- we grew up with families, or maybe maybe we didn't, you know. But we have we 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 have particular foods that we like to eat. We have um, particular ways of how we like to get dressed in the morning. We have our routines. We have our relationships with our parents and or brothers and sisters. And so I think a lot of the times, what happens is younger actors just think, oh, just read the lines. But there's so much underneath that layers, and layers there's layers there's history there because of how we were raised and so, so we really die how I study and how I work is when I when I get a character to audition, I go through it like a detective. I don't even learn my lines I read this if I get the script if I'm lucky to have the script, I'll read it a couple times do do my detective work, see what I can find. Um, but then I start building who this person is. How was she raised? Did she, was, was there abuse? Was there not abuse? Was she, you know, were they rich? What were her, um, her, was she, does she have a religious background? Were they, um, was there alcohol in the family? You know, I look at all of that because we as human beings experience those things, right? We, we have moments in our lives every day. And so, um, I was telling the the best way I can describe it is, and this is kind of funny and not to give away too much of my personal life,
2: but mm. yeah. um, we
3: <laughs> wanna hear it. We I mean, want I the know. tea, we want the tea. Come on, Feel it, Feel it. it. Go ahead, everybody so be quiet. Talking, I, I, I was talking with a really good friend of mine, an actor friend of mine, and he goes, so he goes, uh, he goes, so hey, are you dating? You know, we're just having conversations, just like me and you talking, you know, and he goes, hey, so are you are you seeing anyone? I'm like, God, no. Right. Now, if you saw that in a script, it would just be the actor one would say, are you dating? Actor two would respond. God, no. Right. But because of my experience or because I just had a breakup or because I had. 10 really bad dates that I'm like now not dating you know there's a history and just God know and so that to me is the work, and so when you build that foundation in your work. You have a freedom to play, because all of that's already built in you're ready to go and so when you get to set or when you get on stage your backstory there, your work has been done. So if some if another actor comes at me with something, I can respond with what that person is giving me just the way we are out in the world. Right. Wow. And so you have that freedom to leap and play organically, but you have to do the work first. Mm. And then that's when you become a human, a human being, not an actor reading lines. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay, so we well, got a as, little lesson. We got some as, lessons yeah, like yeah. of lesson payment. You're, yo. <laughs> You're gonna have to Action charge. Class. You can say anymore. No,
0: no. Yeah. You guys can send your methods of payment to Latinos Out Loud. <laughs>
3: exactly.
0: <laughs> PO Box 555 or C O D. We still accept cash on delivery. That's go- right. Well a th- uh,
1: real I'll quick go. on just yeah. a side to that. Um, have you ever dealt with a, a writer or a director that had their own backstories for characters yes, that were like, this is the backstory I wrote. It's just for you. Yes. Do yes. You, how do you feel about that?
3: I teach um, in, in L.A. and I that's what I encourage my actors to build autonomy. Right. You have to do the work in order to have a collaborative conversation with your director or your writer. If you if I hear stories and I'm not one of them, but I've heard stories <laughs> where actors like I don't think my character would say it like that. Right. And the writer would come up and say, well, or the director would come up and it's like, well, no, that's that's actually how it's how it's supposed to be said. (laughs) And 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 so I always kind of laugh at that because to me, I think. The more collaborative approach is to say, "Okay, if there's something I'm not that's maybe not in line with what the writer or what the director have in mind. I always approach it in a way that's like, hey, so I was thinking, I don't know, am I off base here? But am I, I was thinking this, could I try it? And a lot of the time, the director or the writer, even though they may have it locked in, they, they will say, yeah, go ahead and try, especially if they're a collaborative, you know, sometimes there's not enough time. It's a TV show, especially they want to just, they want to move, but sometimes you'll get that director who does want to work with you and will collaborate in such a way that it's like, all right. I don't know if I see it that way, but let me see what you're what you're about to bring to the table and they'll let you do a take or they'll let you like with Charlie, Charlie Mount, our director for our man. I've asked a lot of questions and I and I and I don't come across confrontational. It's like, no, but wait, I know you're thinking this, but can I try this? Because this is what I'm thinking. He's like, all right, all right, let me see it. And he's like, oh, I didn't think about it. Mm. So you try, and it's and it's not to be compatible, it's not to be a diva, it's not to be any, it's just to have a collaborative conversation. But you have to do the work first, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. you have to come with that, with what you've been, that history or the research that you've done. You've got to bring that to the table. So it's not just me wanting to like arbitrarily try something. It's like, no, it's based on what I found in the text later on that I think this is going on. I see your strength. I'm
0: really obsessed with it.
3: Mm. You know,
0: just given how you're navigating this life in show business as a Latina, Mm. you kind of said it before you called yourself out at a moment, you pivoted, you shifted, which I think is so lovely. Thank you for sharing that with us, too. That was courageous to share Mm. with us. Um, What are some words of advice that you have for the future Presilianas out Mm. there? The young um, Brazilianitas. Yeah. Um,
3: what would you it, say? It is, you know, I I see it in, in LA quite a bit. Um, you have, I think there's this idea out in the world that you, if you just go to LA or you just go to New York, you're going to become a star. And I think a lot of us do. We do Ooh. come into this world bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. We're ready. We're willing to do what it takes. And... But then there's this. And and um, I, I read this in or listen to this interview recently, but I hear it in L.A., especially where actors will come into the studio and they'll say, oh, yeah, I'm going to give this about a year. I'll give this. I'll, I have a two year timeline. And if I don't if I don't make it, you know, to celebrity, then I'm out. And mm. it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a lifetime craft. Mm this is something you invest in your entire life and the older you get the better you get because you have all this history that you've lived and and it's not about celebrity it's about again if you want to do the work because i i see it all the time they'll come in they'll you know they haven't they haven't read the script and I've, I've coached some actors too, where they haven't read, I'm like, have you read the script? No, nah, I didn't have time today. I'm like, okay. Mm. Uh, so I'll just be helping you memorize your lines right now. You know, it's just <laughs>
0: like,
3: it's like, let's, let's get down and do the work. And I, and that is your longevity because people will see it. Directors will see it. Teachers will see it. Um, your fellow actors on stage, the audience will know if you've done the work or if you not if you haven't
2: done it. They
3: may not know what it is, but they'll be like something, I don't know, that there's a, there's, this actor was doing something really interesting and this actor, you know, like you can tell. And the real directors out there, the real artists out there, they want to see that you've done the work and, and that you love what you do and that you're passionate about what you do and that this isn't just a little temporary moment that if you're invested in this, it's, it's, it's for a long, it's for life. and and. They'll appreciate that, you know, you you have to stick with it and you have to do the work because that is your longevity in in this in this world and i in this in this world of entertainment. But it took 20 years for me to be now recurring on a television show. Wow.
0: Well, I'm just clapping for you right now because you did it. You persevered. Wow. <laughs> you are You've been winning. Wow. But now it's really nice to celebrate that, isn't yeah. it?
3: It is. And thank you for having me. This is such a treat. Um, You know, I think this is one of my first interviews. (laughs) You're so wonderful. Yo, you got deep, you got deep.
0: (laughs) Everybody stop your cars and do your theatrical bow and clap it up one more time for (laughs) Presiliana Esparoli.
3: Yeah. Yep.
0: Take your bow, everyone. Take
3: oh, your yeah.
0: you, Take you guys your are so great. guys you are so great. Encore,
3: encore, really. Yeah. <sighs> Amazing.
0: I can't wait for you guys to see Our Man in Santiago. If you're in New York, please check it out. Go to the website, ourmaninsantiago.com. Mm-hmm. The tickets nice. are really affordable. It's a lovely theater, and it's immersive, boy. You're right there, and things are sliding. You're like, wait, <laughs> what? It was so... <laughs> So well done! Um, you get to see our girl perform. So
1: and yeah, this is performing through October, right? Yes. Yeah,
3: so we're yeah. at the A.M.T. Theater on three three fifty four West Forty Fifth, and we opened on the sixteenth of September, but we're we're running all the way through October
0: twenty eighth. Great! Yeah. 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 All right,
1: yes. you got thank time, you. people. No yeah. excuses. Get Woo! your booties
3: in the seats.
1: Let's go! Let's go this, fill it up.
0: All right, yo. Thank you so much, Presiliana, you yes. are now in nuestra casa, tu casa. Ya tu Thank
3: you. And shout Thanks. out to
0: Lucy. Shout Thank- out to Lucy doing the work.
3: Aye. That's right. That's right, Lucy. Aye. Thank you. And Frank and Jamie, let me know. I'll see you guys there. Yeah,
1: we'll yeah, piece. I'll, be, I'll be It's about the, a lot of time. I'll, I'm going to find a day and, and go. I want to definitely good, good,
0: go. Good. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Mija. Guys. Cuídate and enjoy. Enjoy. Thank uh, you for your time. Thank you. Okay. Thank ciao. You so much. Adios. Adios. You. Bye, everybody. Bye.
3: Bye.
2: <laughs> wow, guys. This lady dropped some serious jewels and diamonds on us in terms of that's a masterclass.
1: That's some masterclass stuff wow. right there. You know? Um. Layers on
2: layers,
1: um, yo. Very Oops.
0: smart, right? A brilliant, brilliant Latina. I'm so happy to have met her and seen her live. Her brilliance in this interview, I hope, is a clear depiction of what her brilliance is like on stage. Yeah, because mm. really on stage, like I said, she's a pro. And yeah. so Rachel, wait, she's, she's like, like she,
2: she does everything. Sorry, yeah. James. she does film, TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. and theater.
0: Mm-hmm. Like Come
2: she's
1: on. a real working actress. Like you see her IMDb. And she's doing everything from the Mayans show um, on FX. um,
0: NCIS. NCIS. Ray Donovan.
1: Ray Donovan. Uh, She was in uh, that movie, Cherry. Amazing. Right. And she takes the craft seriously. Like she's not, like she was saying, it's not just reading words on a page and then repeating it, right? Like she has intent. She has um, training. And so even if it's like a two-word phrase, like there's so much... Craft yeah. that goes into that.
0: Well, thank you to presiliana and go check out Our Man in Santiago and uh, ourmaninsantiago.com. You can also peep the show notes of this episode for some more information on it. And yeah, guys, this was so much fun! Wow, we let's did it! Viva Showbiz! Hooray for Hollywood! Viva
2: Showbiz! I like that, Rachel.
0: Yeah, on that note, we out. Brrah.